And now, the first and gold podcast with Jason Gold. Welcome to the First and Gold podcast. My name is Jason Gold. Today on the show, we will be talking about the first week of college football, specifically talking about the Pac-12. We will go through all of the games, all 12 games for the first week. Uh, I will give predictions against the spread, talk about my uh, final score predictions. We may talk about some other games later. I'm going to be doing this podcast by myself, first time ever. Uh, This won't be going up on FoxSports.com, but it will be on my SoundCloud page. This is more for me to remember exactly what picks I made and where I went wrong later in the season. Uh, I hope that you enjoy it, though. Uh, give me any comments or feedbacks on my Twitter at the Sports Guy 33 Let's jump right into it. Tonight, we have a couple of Pac-12 games. We actually have three of them. The first is probably the biggest game of the first weekend, or one of the first one of the biggest games of the first weekend, which is Michigan at Utah. Now, we obviously know about Jim Harbaugh coming in to, to Utah in his first game as head coach of Michigan. The line right now is Utah by six. Now, my advanced numbers, which I use for, let's say, gambling purposes. Let's just be honest here. Uh, Right now, they have my numbers at the highest one is Utah minus four. The lowest one is Utah minus two. So that tells me that I should be picking Michigan, which I'm going to do. I like Michigan plus six in this game. I think Harbaugh is going to be able to pull them through. And they always say something about good actors, which is the good actors will, you know, they can bring a movie across the line and make it profitable. The great ones will actually make it great. Um, so I, I think that Harbaugh is similar to that in that I think that he can pull a, decent team to being a good team. Uh, I like this Utah team. They got a great running back in Devontae Booker, and the quarterback situation is a little weird, but their defense is okay. Uh, I think it's going to be a really, really close game. Uh, I have Utah 21-18 over Michigan. The other two games tonight, we have UTSA at Arizona. Arizona should blow them out. The line is 31 and a half. Uh, I actually have, I guess I have UTSA covering. I have 45-14 Arizona. I wouldn't touch that game at all. That line is it's just way too high to deal with. Uh, the last game of the night, which starts at 10 p.m. Pacific time, so no one on the East Coast is ever going to see this game, which is Colorado traveling to Hawaii. Colorado right now is favored by 7.5 points. Uh, I'm tempted to take Colorado here. I actually have the, the final score at 30-21 to 21 Colorado. Um, it's just a little scary to me. I think that Colorado is going to be a little bit better this year. Hawaii is really nothing anymore, but... Uh, I don't know. That's that's a little too tough. I kind of like playing the TCU and South Carolina angle a little bit more tonight. Um, but if you're into Colorado and you really think they're going to break out, this might be a good time to buy low on them before Vegas figures them out. Uh, let's go to the Friday games. We have two on Friday from the Pac-12. The biggest one is Washington at Boise State. This Washington team has a lot of issues. We don't know who the quarterback yet is. They lost four really, really great defenders from their team last year. Boise State, meanwhile, just keeps churning out victories. This is going to be a really difficult game for Chris Peterson to coach. Boise's favored by 12 points, a number that keeps creeping up. Uh, I actually have Boise covering there. I have a 34-16 Boise State. The other game on Friday night is Weber State versus Oregon State. Oregon State's going to win that game. We don't know who the quarterback yet is. It looks like they're going to play both Seth Collins and Marcus McMarion. Uh, I don't know what to expect there. They're both freshmen, but it'll be an interesting game nonetheless. Uh, none of you will actually watch that, but I probably will. Uh, so I have Oregon State 31-10 to 10 in that game. All right, let's move over to Saturday. 
We got a lot of games on Saturday. I'm just trying to mentally prepare myself for Saturday, too. It's going to be a long day. Uh, the first game on the docket is Virginia at UCLA. UCLA is favored by 19 points. Now, I'm not big on UCLA this year. I know a lot of people have them in the playoff. They have a lot of people returning. But I, I'm not a huge fan of Paul Perkins. I think he's a good running back. I don't think he's as good as everybody's hyping him up to be. Uh, I love Josh Rosen in the future, playing with a true freshman quarterback. He's going to take some lumps this year. And I don't think the defense is quite as outstanding especially without Ish Adams at cornerback, uh, as other people think. Uh, I think this is a 9-3 team. I think the max they're going to get is nine wins this year. Uh, I don't think they're, they're definitely not going to be in the playoff in my eyes. But against a Virginia team that, you know, Mike London is kind of coaching for his job, but I, I think that UCLA is going to take care of business at home. 41-20, uh, to 20, so take UCLA minus 19. Um, just roll with it. All right, so my favorite line for a Pac-12 team on Saturday is Stanford. Now, a lot of people are questioning Stanford because it's a 9 a.m. game against Northwestern. They're minus 12, by the way. Uh, the 9 a.m. game against Army a couple years ago really hurt them. They were not prepared to wake up that early and play that early. But this time around, I guess they've learned their lesson. They're practicing really early. They're taking meetings late night. They're kind of on that schedule already. And I I'm really high on the Stanford team. Now, I don't think they're going to beat Oregon for the Pac-12 title or the Pac-12 North title. But I do think that they're a 9-win team. I think that they could get to 10 wins. Their defense, they lose, they lost a lot of guys. But that team seems to be like, like Baylor or Oregon's offense is Stanford's defense. right? So they, they just replace the guys. The system's in place. The guys know how to play it. They're always good. And I think that offense is going to be a lot better. They have three decent running backs. McCaffrey is going to be a, kind of an X factor like DeAnthony Thomas was for Oregon and kind of plays that hybrid spot. Uh, good wide receivers, a really, really strong offensive line. And Kevin Hogan in his fifth year, and the way he finished last year, I'm, I'm high on Kevin Hogan. I think he's going to be a good quarterback this year. I don't think he's going to be a Heisman guy, but I think he's going to be a very, very competent, good quarterback this year. He's going to put up his best stats ever at Stanford. Um, So against Northwestern, I have them winning 37-17. That might be a little bit lower scoring than that, but I I do like Stanford to cover the 12. Actually, I like them a lot. Um, Some quick hitters. Washington State is going to run over Portland State 56-31. Cal is going to absolutely destroy Grambling straight. You, know, you guys know how much I love Jared Goff. I think he's going to throw for like six or seven touchdowns in that game. I have them 63-27. Then the last three games, which are all interesting. The first one is Oregon, which there is no line out for yet, uh, although my anticipation, though, would be somewhere in the mid-30s, uh, but I haven't seen one. Uh, Vernon Adams first start with Oregon. Obviously a lot of new guys, but man, the Oregon playmakers are just so sad. There's no way Eastern Washington is going to be able to keep up with them. I have Oregon 55-20 to 20 in that game. Um, the last two, USC versus Arkansas State. USC is favored by 27.5 points. You know, with you can say what you want about all the Sarkeesian issues. This team is really talented, and it gets a team like Arkansas State, who has gone on to you know produce really, really good head coaches. Their last three coaches have been Hugh Freeze, who's at Ole Miss, and Gus Malzahn, and Parson, who's at Boise State. Harson, excuse me. Um, those have been the last three guys. So they're, they're going to be well coached, but I don't see them having any way to compete with USC's speed and size and overall talent. I have that 51-17. I really like USC minus 27.5. As long as that saves below 28, which is four touchdowns, I like them. So go in on that. The last game of the week is Arizona State and Texas A&M. A&M is going to be really good. I like Kyle Allen. 
love someone as a head coach. I think their defense is going to be better. But i got to roll with the Pac-12 in this one. Arizona State's a really, really good team. I like Berkovici. I like their playmakers. I really like their defense, which is something weird to say in the Pac-12 outside of Stanford. And as much as you guys know that I don't like Todd Graham and his Britney Spears microphone, uh, I, I'm i going to roll with Arizona State to get the win. They are plus three, so really good spot to take them. I know, understand they're playing in Texas. They're playing in Houston. So it's pretty much a home game for Texas A&M. But I think ASU is going to come on there and win. I have it 31-30. to 30, So really, really close. Great game at the end. Uh, so I'll do this. I believe that I'm going to do this with Friedman uh, every Thursday or Wednesday leading into the season. Um, and we're going to do – we're going to keep track of – Straight up records and against the spread. So you guys can come back and check on that and see how badly I'm doing. Hopefully it'll be over 55%. That's my goal for the season. So keep following. Follow me on Twitter again at the Sports Guy 33 Let me know how you like this, and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the First and Gold Podcast. Follow Jason on Twitter at the Sports Guy 33.